Grab your change, because it's time to play. This is Club Sega with Skyblaze. Hello! Uh, it's me! It's Skyblaze! I'm running Club Sega this week! Yes, it is this week, is Opposites Week here on Radio Sega, so uh, I have got the job of running Club Sega instead of I Need Fruit, who is in the chat to judge me uh, for no doubt ruining his show. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. So, today, uh, what I'm actually going to do is we're going to have a look at the um, Atomis Wave arcade board which is a board that's based on the uh, Sega Naomi board which was Sammy's take on the hardware uh, Sammy who now owns Sega actually uh, with it came a range of games from fighters, shooters and racers uh, one of the unique features of this arcade board is its versatility with the base unit having the ability to have various different control schemes which can be swapped out so, on one, uh, one week it can be a fighter with a joystick and numerous buttons, the next it can be a racer with a full racing wheel setup. So yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, Greyfall did in fact do my, uh, my intro there, which is based on the one that I Need Fruit uses, but slightly modified, obviously. Uh, Greyfall is actually pretty good at doing voice work. Um, he does take requests, so... If anybody wants him to do some work, feel free to poke him. He'll probably do so because he likes the sound of his own voice. Love you, really. So, Frost saying at least Skyblaze didn't use bumpers with a normal host name. Now, I suspect I'm going to be one of the few people uh, this, this week who is going to do that, unless other people have uh, done some modifiers for their... Uh, So I guess after this week, Club Sega will be closed for maintenance and a change of managers once again. <laughs> uh, also apologise if you hear noise in the background. It is 100 billion degrees, so I've got a fan on. Because uh, I usually like them warm, but working behind the PC, because I've got a dual monitor set up and a corner PC, there is no air back here. So apologise if you hear that noise in the background. <laughs> uh, Groforce saying that I'm not wrong about him liking the sound of his own voice. He actually he does a really good um, Shadow the Hedgehog, uh, and he can do um, Mark Hamill's Joker from uh, the Batman animated series, which is quite terrifying. Uh, he can do a few other voices as well. If you're interested, poke him. Okay. So, back to what I'm supposed to be talking about. Uh, starting with a game called Dolphin Blue, which is a side-scrolling shooter, similar in appearance and playstyle to Metal Slug. Uh, you play either arms dealer, area, or army recruit Anne, as they fight against the evil empire. Was it named after a guy whose name is evil? Or, or were they just like, cutting out the middleman and just being like the, that Mitchell and Webb sketch. Are we the baddies? Yes we are, let's call ourselves evil. Are they going straight to the point there or what? You'd think they'd call themselves something like mildly intolerant empire. 
or, or like um, places do in the real world, you know, the People's Diplomatic Republic of Evil. I guess. Maybe it's actually a, a place called Evil. I'm sure there's probably somewhere in the world that's actually called Evil. Because there's places in the world called literally everything else. Uh, Resident SD is saying um, the person I feel most sorry for tonight is I need fruit is he's not presenting the show and yet I'm still going to take the mickey out of him. <laughs> oh, very text. That's quite harsh. He's saying I need fruit. There's two possible outcomes. You realise how bad your show really is. You realise how good your show actually could be. That's that's a bit harsh. I mean, wow. Uh, I knew for saying I have no knowledge of this arcade board. Then you are going to learn a thing, I guess. Okay. Shmups. Can we say damn you Skyblaze for a change this week? Probably. I, I feel free. I, I, I don't mind very much. Anyway. Let's have some music, shall we? Uh, I'm gonna have a drink because it is so dry back here. Alright, uh, so I'm gonna have a block of music. I'm usually used to playing only a couple of songs, but I've got four coming up. And they are all from racing games. And the first one is Enduro Racer Main BGM. And then we've got some other arcade racing tracks. Uh, see if you can identify them without looking at the metadata. Speaking of which, is my metadata correct? Because I tried to change it and I'm not sure if it worked. Yes it is! It's awesome. Live show Club Sega, awesome. So let's have some music then. And I will come back after the break for some more stuff about Atomis Wave. Enjoy!
You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.
we are back. I am not used to doing really long music blocks like that. Uh, a lot of strange things start happening in the chat. Uh, but that was Power Drift, Like the Wind. Before that we had Turbo Outrun, Who Are You? Super Hang On, Winning Run, and Enduro Racer, Main BGM. Uh, I Need Fruit said, Nighter said that that was a great block to start the show off with. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm not sure quite how it got started, but... Um, we were talk the chat has been talking about sports and I was suggesting that um, a number of sports could be improved by the addition of landmines and or grenades. Um, I'm not usually much of a sports fan, I'll be honest. Uh, I do watch Formula One, but that's about it. Uh, so... Formula One's actually pretty dangerous as it is. I mean, there was a driver who died a couple of years ago, and there was an F2 driver who died, I think, last, last year or the year before. Uh, so it's pretty dangerous. And somebody said um, that, you know, what if you had a Formula One game with the weapons from Mario Kart? And someone said that Codemasters actually did do one, but it was awful. <laughs> Which is a bit of a disappointment. Uh, Resident SD is saying F1 is back next weekend, very much looking forward to that. So am I. I've, I've been so deprived of watching Formula 1 that I actually went back and watched the um, what's it called? The uh, the documentary thing uh, on Netflix Drive to Survive or whatever it's called um, Gunther, who's the head of Haas, the team principal at Haas, is comedy gold whenever he turns up because he is, he is Sir Swears a lot. And he gives no fucks whatsoever. Oop, I just swore, never mind. Uh, Frost saying, yeah, Hidden Palace definitely isn't music heavy. It's kind of hard for a factual show to have a lot of music in a one hour slot. That's very true. Uh, Resident SD saying they were at Spa last season. You swine! I have not seen the Formula 1 uh, race in person. I'd like to someday, but it's quite expensive. And I don't actually have a car to get me to the track, so that's a bit of a problem. Frost saying I've broke the watershed. Oop, there goes the explicit tag. Whoops. I am a terrible person. Uh, if Superbike was around, uh, they could confirm that I actually do swear a lot in person. I try not to when I'm on the air. I do try, honest. I don't always succeed, but I, I do try. Anyway, let's back to the Thomas Wave that I'm supposed to be talking about. Our next game is called Extreme Hunting. Extreme! So, yeah, the whole talk about uh, grenades and landmines is kind of appropriate, I guess. Uh, this game, along with its sequel, is aptly named Extreme Hunting 2. Wow, you really pushed the boat out of creativity there, didn't you guys? It's one of the few light gun games that the Atomis Wave had, uh, the others being Sega Clay Challenge and Sports Shooting USA. Uh, this game has you hunting. Your prey comes in the form of deers, elk, moose, and bears. Hmm. Alright. If Gary added the Manic into Manic Monday, Skyblaze added the club into Club Sega. 
I miss going clubbing actually. Uh, I I would like to go clubbing again at some point. Not until it's actually safe to do so. I know the the whole like everything's reopening and everything, but it's it's not safe yet. Uh, you know, people are still getting sick. There's going to be another wave if if people keep ignoring the guidelines that the. Anyway, no politics. Let's move on. I'm gonna try. Arithmetic SC saying I'm gonna try to go to Monaco Formula E next season, and it's loads cheaper. Formula E is so weird because uh, you're watching it and and you're seeing the cars go around, and instead of like an engine noise, they're just making this kind of humming. And it's so bizarre. It's like, you know, racing from the future. It's like playing uh, Wipeout or something. It's so weird. Uh, then again, uh, electric cars are weird in real life. I was once near Sheffield University and this car, like, snuck up on us, walking down this quite small alleyway, and suddenly there was a car behind us, and it, what the hell did you come from? Like, it had just spawned in. Somebody had access to the console and spawned it in. Anyway. Uh, I'll get back to the point eventually. Uh, yeah, um, extreme hunting, you have a choice of weapon which includes rifle, shotgun or a bow. Each have various power and different amounts of ammo. Sorry but this doesn't sound like my thing, it sounds boring as hell, but each to their own I suppose. Uh, on the other hand, if you're playing virtual reality games, uh, using a bow in virtual reality is actually brilliant because um, it's really satisfying. You you because because the way that the motion sensors work, it feels like you're actually like drawing and firing the bow, and it's very very real feeling. Anyway. And in fruit saying the batteries in Formula E didn't used to last a whole race, so each driver had to pit stop, jump out of the car, and jump into a fully charged one. <laughs> ah, amazing. But yeah, the, part of the point of is what Resident SD is saying is part of the point of Formula E is that it's uh, pushing innovation forward of what technology is going to be used in cars in the future, like road cars. Uh, they're testing it out on, on like the extreme bleeding edge of what is possible in these cars and then kind of cutting it down and making it vi and cheaper and viable for commercial vehicles. So yeah, give it a few years and that sort of technology is going to start trickling down into regular road cars. It already is to a certain extent but only with like the high-end cars like the Audis and Ferraris and so on. They're already using that technology. Anyway. But yeah, I'd like to go to a race someday. If, if it's Formula E or Formula 1, I'd love Formula 1, but I'd take Formula E, because Formula E is still pretty cool, and a lot of uh, former F1 drivers are in it. So there's some familiar names in there, including um, Stoffel Van Dorn, or as I call him, Stoffel Van Dorn, after the Pokemon. There were two, uh, two Pokemon at one point. There was Pierre Gasly, okay, Pierre Gastly, as I called him, and Stoffel Van Dorn. And I'm sad that they're now uh, only one. There's only Pierre Gasly still in Formula 1. Because Stoffel Van Dorn has gone over to a Formula E. 
I think the seat is melting my brain. Let's have some more music, shall we? Uh, so, first track is I'm gonna have a few tracks from uh, shooting games or run and gun games. Uh, so, from Alien Syndrome Arcade, we've got BGM number three, and then we've got tracks from Virtual On, Gain Ground, and House of the Dead. So, enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys after the break.
your one-stop coin-op spot for all your arcade needs. Welcome to Club Sega.
And we are back. And that was House of the Dead, Theme of the Magician. Before that we had Game Ground, Origin, Awaken, Theme of Heroes. There we had Virtual on Fade to Black. And finally at the top of the block we had Alien Syndrome Arcade, BGM number three. So yeah, um... My old friend Multicost Geek uh, has just hopped into the server, Discord server, surprising the hell out of me. Uh, we've known each other for something ridiculous like 17 years now, which is quite terrifying to think about. Uh, I he used to live in Sheffield, now lives in London. And excuse me, I am probably going to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I stayed at his house uh, after the Mega Drive Mini livestream that me and Viper and Ravseek did. Um, so yeah, it's useful having friends in London. And thank you for saying bless you, good people. And why are you saying door, Grayfall? Ah. Yeah, I get allergies at this time of year. It's a bit of a pain in the backside. Oh yeah, Gavi, you were there as well. I did. F I, I forgot about that. Uh, uh. Right. Can't think properly. But yeah, welcome to the server, Multiclass Geek. I hope you have fun here with the rest of us mad people. So, back to the Atomis Wave uh, arcade board, which I'm actually supposed to be talking about for this episode. Uh, next we're talking about a game called Rumblefish, and despite the name, it's not a fishing game. It's actually a fighting game, where you can play as nine different characters in the FFS, or Fight for Survival, before any of you get any ideas. This game gives you an, uh, an offense and defensive gauge. Each will fill as you either attack or defend with certain abilities using up portions of either gauge, and a special ability which uses up both. This game is 3D, but the art style uh, has a weird kind of uh, 2.5D thing. Uh, we uses uh, colour and character animation um, in a kind of flat style that makes you look, makes it look a bit more 2D. The sequel is called Creative Late Rumblefish 2, and is pretty much more of the same, but with 13 characters to start with, and I think there's an ability to unlock a further two characters. I have not played this game. I think I have a ROM for it, but I've not played it. Uh, the Rumblefish is a dimps game, right? I'm not sure. Uh, I would have to look that up. Uh, all I know is that it's on the Atomis Wave board, which is why I'm talking about it now. Um, I am given to... Uh, I, I understand that it is a tradition during Club Sega for there to be a game score challenge. So I am going to post a picture in the chat of what my score for a game I have been playing. Behold, Columns played uh, this the original the classic version played on original Mega Drive hardware with an original Mega Drive controller, and I got to level a hundred and I think one hundred and seven. And a score that's really small. Let's see if I can make that bigger. Uh, with a score of four, three, four, one, nine, three, four. They, Jamie, I mean they, not she. 
It's okay if you forget, but just gentle reminder. So let's see if you can get as close as you can to that one. Um, I'm sure that uh, I Need Fruit will be happy to announce whoever's got the closest or managed to beat me. Feel free to try. Uh, I'm sure it'll announce that next week. Over four million. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm quite good at columns. I don't know why, because I'm not that good at any other puzzle game. It's just columns. I seem to have some weird Zen skill specifically with columns, and I do not know why. I just go into this kind of Zen state where it just happens. It's a bit strange. So I need for it saying, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll announce the winner next week. <laughs> so yeah, um, play some columns, see if you can get close to my score or beat my score. Is Columns Addiction going to be a damn you Skyblaze moment? I will regret nothing because Columns is brilliant. Uh, and it's so brilliant that I'm going to have some music from it. So let's have another... Uh, Like Gabby's saying, I remember we were both playing columns while waiting for the pizza after the live stream. I think you probably would have won, but I wasn't too far behind. No, you were doing pretty well, actually. Um, and it did show off how good the Mega Drive Mini hardware was, because I, it was really hard to tell the difference between the original version and the version on the Mega Drive Mini. And there, there is some input lag on the Mega Drive Mini, but it's barely... Uh, noticeable. Anyway, uh, let's have some Columns Arcade then. So from Columns Arcade we've got uh, the Clotho main theme and I'm gonna have some music from Daytona USA 2 and then the only request I've had so far uh, that was requested by Nicholas Aman and it's from a game called Radaji Noah which I've never heard of before and it's called Tokyo, the track's called Tokyo 8 Spots. So, uh, then I'm going to have some Virtual Racing Deluxe. So, I hope you enjoy those. And I will speak to you uh, after the music break. So, enjoy!
the best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net.
And we are back. Sorry about that. Um, voice meter decided to hide from me in the, uh, the bar. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, it turns out I Need Fruit actually tried uh, playing Tetris Effect after Gavi featured some of the music on the Manic Monday show that he did and has discovered how amazing it is. And it is, it's incredible. It's good just flat, but in VR it is mind-boggling. Uh, and yeah, I've quickly rejigged the playlist because I had a couple of requests come in. Um, so yeah, that was fun. But yeah, music that just played, we had Virtual Racing Deluxe Replay. Then before that, a request from Nicholas Saman, that was Radaji Noah, Tokyo 8 Spots. Uh, Grateful said that it would make a, a good talk bed for anybody who wants to use that. And then before that we had Daytona USA 2 Slingshot, which is a great track. And up the top of the block we had Columns Arcade Clotho theme. Right, so from Rumblefish to actual fish, or at least digital fish, uh, Sega Bass Fishing Challenge. Uh, this game has you fishing, well, obviously, but instead of using a fishing rod controller, you have one of the few other instances of Sega utilising a rollerball, apart from Sega Sonic the Hedgehog and a, I think a couple of others. Alongside casting and catching fish, you also get to play a bonus mini-game as you guard your lure through indicated rings through the water. If you did well enough, you can get a special lure to use on your next fishing trip. Uh, watching playthroughs of this, what amused me was the attract reel. It makes you feel as though you're about to watch a wrestling match with all the flashing lights and the entrance music. Uh, but then comes this pickup truck in your boat and you're riding on the back and it's like... What? <laughs> I, I am confused. Yeah, I have actually done fishing in real life and oh god, is it boring? Because my, uh, my maternal grandfather loved fishing and he, he took me on a trip once and oh god, it was dull. I was like, I'd, I'd rather be reading. I'd rather be doing literally anything else. Um, I said this when I was playing uh, Persona 5 Royal because there's a fishing minigame in that as well. I was like, wow, this is nearly as boring as going fishing in real life. Whew. For some reason, Jamie and my esteemed husband are talking about Minecraft. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, saying to I Need Fruit, if he does want to try the VR version of Tetris Effect uh, after COVID-19 all blows over, he can come to my place and try out the PlayStation VR and the Oculus Rift. I have this plan. Um, after everything is actually over and, you know, there's, there's less disease, um, I'm going to invite as many people as possible to the Meltdown uh, esports bar in town and we'll get drunk and play games and then a few people can come back to my house and we'll play some more games and it will be great. And Grateful saying he got seasick when his dad took him sea fishing once. Yeah, my love, you do get quite, you do get seasick pretty easily though. Uh, Brevoir actually has a problem playing VR games because motion sickness is a thing if you play VR. 
so for some games he can't play for very long, or he has to take motion sickness tablets. I do not have this problem. I have never been motion sick in my entire life. I do, however, get migraines, so I do have to limit the amount of um, VR that I play, otherwise it sets the, the migraines off. Which is a bit of a pain. Uh, that's pretty much it for this week's edition of Club Sega. Um, this has been a bit of an adventure for me, doing something a bit different. Uh, I hope everybody's enjoyed it. It's been a bit different to how I Need Fruit does everything, because, you know, this is his show, not mine. So, I hope that you will check out the rest of the Opposites Week content that's going on this week. Um, if you uh, tune in on Saturday for uh, Hidden Palace, I Need Fruit's actually hosting Hidden Palace on Saturday, so that should be pretty interesting. Certainly, I'm going to be tuning in to see what happened. Because that should be fun. Uh, Grateful saying, whose show will you do next? I don't know. Um, if we do this again, like, next year or something, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see how many shows are still running at that point and uh, who wants to join in. Uh, we've got another three tracks to finish up on. A couple of those are requests. So we've got uh, Alien 3 The Gun Stage 4, uh, Quartet, uh, the Master System version, which was requested by Jamie at Stage 1, and then from Sons of Angels we've got Dangerous Ground, which is from uh, the NASCAR Arcade, Requ uh, request Multicathlete requested from Crush 40. Crush 40 used to be called Sons of Angels before they were Crush 40, so loopholes. So, we'll go out on those tracks. I hope you enjoy them. I've been Skyblaze with Club Sega. I hope you've been enjoying Opposites Week so far. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the content this week. Take care, everybody. Good night.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.